Welcome in to the CHGO Bears podcast on one of the crazier weeks in the history of the Chicago Bears. Carmen Bragg's got you in studio today. Hope you're doing all right. Everybody out there in Bearland, I know it's been a thing, but uh, we're going to I actually have a lot of positive things to say about the last 24 hours. I do, I do, I do. Uh, Adam Hogue's out at House Hall. We'll talk to him about 10 minutes. Uh, we're going out to Kansas City at the end of the show. And breaking news, that's correct. Yesterday's activities absolutely deserved a song. So I've been working in the lab, and at the no. end of the show, we have no. something very special. I know Lawrence is excited I about it. I mean, we really don't because I, I don't have the video, and I don't think I'm going to. I, I'm, opt- it, I'm, I'm optimistic so. it's going to make it. It's it, it, by by one o'clock. This is going to happen. Uh, that's my goal, at least. That's my hope. That's my belief. Okay. I, I think we can do <laughs> okay. it. Um, but I we're going to try to have if, some fun. If, if, I, it may go uh, off the rails, if, but if, if, so is the Bears' season. So if, if not, it has been recorded and it is coming to a theater near you soon. So, so yeah, that's, 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 I feel like just put it on the internet. We don't need to see it. On no, we do. Video. We do. We absolutely do. Um, okay. <laughs> so so listen. Ryan Paul spoke this morning. And I thought it was a great press conference. I know that some people are a little bit perturbed that he didn't give more details on Allen Williams. I don't need to know what happened with Allen Williams. I really don't. It's not keeping me up at night. Um, Something either personal or something worse happened. It'll come out in time or it won't. And I'm not sitting here on the edge of my seat. Tell me what happened to Allen Williams. Do you feel any different than that? I mean, I, I guess it's a moot point. He's gone. Right. Is the point. But with everything going around and all these different, like, what is it? Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, Bears fans certainly are looking for answers just because of all the speculation swirling. Well, Does it you, matter? No, the end, of the, the end game is that he's no longer the defensive the, coordinator. The, 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 right. The answer is he's not with the Bears anymore, and there was a very dysfunctional thing, whatever it was that happened with the Bears' defensive coordinator, and he put it as... Well, it's just, I, what happens is then the lawyer comes out yesterday for Alan Williams and says, no, this is all false, da 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 Then right, more speculation and, comes out today. And, Pat McAfee says on his show that's broadcasted to millions of viewers that he says his house was raided, so that's speculation, but... It's just continued. The pendulum just keeps swinging back and forth. And, yeah, I mean, Bears fans are invested in the story. Right. I, I, I got it. And his house was raided. His house wasn't raided. I, 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 I don't, I don't want to be callous about it, but I, I just, I'm just saying, for, for me, that is not the least bit relevant anymore to what the bears are going to be well, right. going forward they don't like, have a defensive coordinator like, like right who's the who's going to step in is 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 flus going to assume the role which i think he will are they going to promote from within is there anything bold on the horizon so that's that was one part of polls press conference the other part is that he went out of his way to underline that justin fields is quote not a finger pointer and also underlined even more importantly or I don't know about importantly, but just to the point that I was making as far back as June when OTA started into training camp, this is going to be a bumpy ride. There was no way they were going to start out ripping apart the NFL, i.e. and or winning games. And so that's what he's leaning on. Rough start to the season. Guys were injured in training camp. Couldn't get people on the field. It delayed their development. Um... And I think all of that is fair. Am I, am I missing something? Well, I mean, I think there's, it's just damage control at this point. I, I understand the take you and Hogue had as far as 
being proud of Justin for standing up for himself. And I get that. I, I'm with you to a degree. Just from his personal standpoint, I get standing up for himself. But, like, my whole contention was this isn't a good thing. And it's hard to spin it into a good thing when he's speaking against his coaches. Then an hour later, he's calling another meeting after practice to tell the media, oh, you guys are trying to take what I say out of context. And now Luke Gessie today is saying he doesn't point the finger. He did point the finger. You can't put the toothpaste back in the, in the, in the tube. No, good. Excellent. True. You could, you could say, and probably correctly that yesterday was a finger pointing. It could be coaching. He's human. He's frustrated. Right. I get that. He's trying to, he's trying to be honest. He's, but he's, but Ultimately, I do think that his point was that he himself has to do a better job of using all the information that is being given to him and take what works for him, throw out what doesn't, and be the best quarterback that Justin Fields can be. I think that was the general point of what he was trying right, to get out. But it, it, the power of your words is important. And he understands this. He played at Ohio State. He was the number one high school recruit in the country. He's been in the, in the focus his whole life for the most of his adult life, even before that. He's played on the Bears for three years. He understands the power of his words when he steps to that podium. This is a little different, though. I think these, these, brights are, uh, these lights are... They're shining e- bright They're right even now, brighter. Because the so, contract that's looming. Well, it's just this is not Ohio State. This is not 27 this and 2. This is the NFL. Still, though, he's used to media scrutiny. So he understands when he says something what is going to happen. To act like, oh, you know, to be surprised on how it was, you know, reported on afterwards, I just thought was disingenuous. He knows what he's doing when he says these I- things. Kyle Long said it. He put a video out there that I thought was pretty interesting where he says, hey, I've been there, brother. I was the guy that called out our coaches, and it didn't end well for me. Dan Orlovsky said the same thing, where that's, there's two things you don't do. You don't call out your players. You don't call out your coaches. And you can try to massage it, but you said it. And now you do got to kind of stand on your own two feet. And sh- he said, I'm going to show you. Okay, that's going to be one step in the right direction. Show us on Sunday because all this talk, let's talk more play, right? You know, that, yeah. that's at the end of the day all fans really want. But when you pick through it all, it's, it's not good in my – as uh, much as I want to spin it, I can't. I, I don't think that Justin is as calculated to – I'm going to go up there, I'm going to complain – or just point out ways in which I can be better, and I am going to include the coaches. Then I'm going to leave the press conference, go back, talk to the coaches, apologize, and then you know what I'm going to do with the media if it gets out of control is I'm going to re-enter after practice. I think he's scrambling just as much as he is in that pocket. He's he's just – I just don't think he's – calm cool and collected right now every he's in like panic mode just across the board whether it's on the field or off of it I didn't think yesterday was a good look for him to me it's just settle down focus on what you can focus on and and this standard of don't point the finger take personal accountability is something I've been saying for a week now towards Eberflus and and Luke Getze because they've been taking subtle shots at the quarterback too and I don't like any of that crap and I get 
from a media standpoint, we like that honesty because it helps us do our job better or we like it as fans because we get more context. But within the, I'm looking at it from how can the Bears win? And when they're all talking and pointing the finger at each other, that doesn't equal good. There's not good results you, from that typically. Can you give me an example? Can you give me an example of I'm not saying they don't exist, but just remind me as I'm aging slightly here. Can you remind me of where you can anything off the top of your head where they were pointing the finger at him? Where Luke Getze, where and, Luke Getze and or Matt, Matt Eberflus doubled down on Monday yeah, and said about what? the interception on the second in a row screen pass. Right. Which to he said that it was a good, it was a good it was a good play call. It was a good play call. He and didn't, I think he didn't most say, he didn't say that Justin shouldn't have thrown it. The quarterback can't throw that. He didn't say that. He just backed he just backed Luke Getze. He didn't want to run him over. So wait, we've just spent the last two weeks parsing through, and you've agreed at times that they were taking subtle shots at the quarterback play, and now you're gonna go against that? I mean Because we've the, we've had these shows. The, I can find yeah, the clips yeah, later if you'd like. Uh, well, okay. Let we might have to go back and remind <laughs> old man Karma about the, the, and I you know I listen, I have said there have been subtle digs. Subtle. And Justin just said, okay, you want to take subtle digs while my reputation no, I, is getting? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that he's paying attention to subtle digs at all. I really don't. I, I think that it was I, – I don't. I, 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 I do. Okay, well, he's, I, think he, I think he's more paying attention to people are turning on me in general and people don't think I can play – and hello, yes, I can, and I'm going to show you because I'm going to get back to doing what I'm doing, what I what I've been, what I was, how I played football, which is I think his whole point there yesterday, which which is why I love the press conference because he's advocating for himself, he believes in himself. I was I think a lot of Bears fans were worried that the dude was quote unquote broken. I kept in here, he's broken, he's broken. The Bears broke him. Well, he didn't look broken when he got up there yesterday. The only thing I didn't like about yesterday is when he had to double back. Don't do that. It's you. No one. Wow, my voice is in trouble today. No one is doubting <laughs> his leadership in there. No one. Not a single person. I mean, I, I, I would hope not, but you they're don't not. Know that for sure. They, yes, I do. Can you cue up Luke Getzey for me, Lawrence? Um, either one of them. I, I, they're, they're both underlining how incredibly awesome the relationship is and um helping you thank you how incredibly uh, the relationship is and how there is no problem um it, it it's i i and, and i i believe luke Getzi when he says this so this was luke Getzi just a sec earlier today an hour ago digesting everything pick a cut any cut i forget exactly how i labeled them but g g th throw one up there Let, let's hear it I'm not going to make a, an assumption of what he said. I'm going to reflect on what he actually said to me and what he said to our group and everything like that. So um, as far as that goes, it, it, uh, as Flus said, it's an open book. I mean, that, that, that relationship, the partnership that Flus and Justin has is amazing. And to be honest with you, Justin, myself, and Coach Janoko, it's even better. And so that part of it is, is an everlasting journey, and we're going to continue to grind through that. Uh, we believe in the process that we're going through. Justin believes in the process that we're going through. And we're going to just gonna keep working, sticking together, and we're, it's going to keep getting better just as it has. And I know that the result isn't what we all want. I get that. And that's that sometimes puts uh, added pressure on people. And uh, But we believe in it, and we're going to stick to it, and that's what we've talked about as an offensive unit. 
So there he goes. With Flus, with him, the relationship is great. Ryan Poles got up there f- before him and said that there, he, he couldn't have backed him more. Here, here, here's the quote. No one in our building is packing. No one is flinching at any situations. Not our owner, not our president, our head coach, not myself, none of our players, which would include Fields. And then he went on talking about Justin. Well, that's more like it, right? I mean, that's what I've been asking for for the last two weeks. When you come to the podium, you guys kept saying, no, I want the honesty. Now, to me, that, that's giving a state of the union. Now, behind closed doors, are they having different conversations? Maybe and probably. But when you come to the podium, you guys have to be united. You're a team. It's a partnership, like Field said yesterday. And until it's no longer a partnership and somebody loses their job one way or the other, you got to stay united. You can't come to the podium, whether you're Luke Getze, Matt Eberflus, or Justin Fields. I'm not out on, like, it's, it's not that I'm tired of Fields. I'm tired of the finger pointing, and I don't care who it comes from. Okay, I hear you, and... You guys asked me this last week about Eberflus, and you're like, oh, so you want him to lie. I don't want finger-pointing. I want people taking personal accountability on all fronts when you're talking to the media. You want to say something different to your wife or your friend or even your teammate behind closed doors, so be it. But when you're standing there in front of the podium... You need to just take personal accountability and walk off the stage. I That's can, it. I can only imagine the conversations at home that you and Jenny have. About we have them every night. <laughs> Super honest. Yeah. We bash Carm the entire time. <laughs> that makes sense. Good. I'm, I'm, good. I'm glad you're getting it out. That's that's outstanding. Uh, but. Okay, and I don't want to get into the you said this and I, at one point and I said that and whatever. But when he had his press conference yesterday, I'm trying to remember back. Did you initially hate it? Did I initially yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I pushed against it. Okay. You and Hogue okay. were doing well, the rah rah sis boom ba like the fans, all the people in the chat want to do. And I get, hey, I've been there, guys. I've been through this a hundred times with different players, wanting to just see the best case scenario outcome and just spin this and go, hell yeah, Justin's gonna go off on Sunday. I'm sorry, I'm never gonna lie to you guys. And if I don't believe that, I'm not gonna come on this show and try to spin it to play up the buy buy my meatball shirt. I'm telling you how I actually feel. I don't feel good about it. I don't feel good about this game going into Sunday. None of this is good. And if you wanna, you know, rationalize it however you do or lie to yourself go for it but I'm not there and this team has a lot of proven to me this quarterback's got a lot of proven to me it's it's put up or shut up time I'm, I'm tired of the talk I want to so, see them play some football so all right I'm a little, I'm a little more different than you. Super chat one dollar ninety nine from Herbert. Oh my God, Braggs is broken. We're doomed. You, you might be. Honestly, we're worried about. We, he was on the, he was on the balcony today pregame. We were partly worried, like literally like three percent worried he might jump off, uh, but he didn't. So he's here. Thank you very much. Let's. We're, we'll, I, I think we got to bring some calm into this. Look. I'm a little bit more, I'm different from you in that way. He talked yesterday, and in the moment, I absolutely loved it. I tweeted it. He's advocating for himself. Hold on. I, 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 I loved it. Then I watched Dan Orlovsky come out today and say, you absolutely can't do that. The one thing you can't do is talk bad on your team as a coach. You're going you're gonna to lose the leadership thing. And then that hit me. I'm like, oh, no, he made a huge mistake. But then I go up, and I, and I, and, and I getting back to what I said yesterday, which what really bothered me about his going back to his locker, he doesn't have to apologize to the coaches. He doesn't have to do that. They have his back. He's allowed to say what he said. It's not going to be a problem in there. The, the, the players in the locker room know that he's been put in a shit position. 
That guy has earned with his work ethic and how he conducts himself the right to have a press conference like that, which may or may, which let's just call it not perfect. Okay, then maybe maybe he shouldn't have done it, but it's it is okay. He's earned that. In my mind, and I think in their mind, and, and clearly by everything they're saying. So, so to come back, so to come back, just the last one, to, to come back and say that the media, this is where I, you know, the media is all about clicks and, and don't take this to what I said. Justin, dude, we're, 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 yes, we need people to click on the show and da 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 da, we want to be in traction and whatnot, but nobody wants you to win more than you guys do and then that would be followed by us and the fans like it is way better for us if the bears are winning football games if you're a great quarterback 100%. no one's trying no one's trying to divide you at all we're reporting what you said and right. and so that whole thing like and I, and I know we said to respect what we do and we, and we respect what you do but this is not like don't don't the, the whole you're the you guys are trying to divide us no we're not no we're not and not at all. We, it, the, there would be nothing better for us if, if the Bears were winning football games. I want nothing more than for this to work out. You think I want to go through this quarterback process again? Hell no. I just feel like the writing is on the wall at this point, and it's impossible for even the most optimistic, one of the as optimistic as any optimistic fan. I'm not going to say I'm the most, but – I can't even spin it at this point. And it, like, I okay, I respect those that I, I got that are you right staying here. I'm in a positive lane. I'm but spinning it. Like Hogue said, you can say all. He said this yesterday. You can say all that, but then you gotta you gotta back it up, and that's the that's, second step. And then that's the problem. They're not playing. You know, the Browns on Sunday, okay. they're going to get their ass whooped against the Chiefs while Matt Nagy is making fun of us for four quarters. Well, it's going to be a really bad look on Sunday. Okay. This isn't over. Okay. Let, let me, let, let's talk about the backing it up process. Let's, let's try to, let's try to analyze that. Okay. I have sat here and a zillion others, and I think correctly have said, create an offense that plays to his strengths. Let him do what he does, which is what he's talking about yesterday. But I think what the Bears have been trying to do, if I'm trying to just understand and, and give some slight benefit of the doubt here, they're trying to put him in a position to win football games for the long term, and they are believing in his ability to grow. Gets the underline that he is so much better now pre-snap than he was last year. He can identify exactly where people are, and I've seen other QB gurus talk about how his pre-snap is great. He sees this, can, can, all that stuff. He's got it, which he didn't have originally, so he's grown right. there. So now the next step is to be able to do it consistently. Well, he's got that part. The next step is to be able to sit there in the pocket and do it. And it's going to be wonky until he gets it. But if he gets it, now you've got an elite player. So, but he, and he's pushing back on it now. He wants to play free. He wants to get out of the pocket. I've been, you know, to everybody else has been saying, let him do what he does. But the Bears are trying to actually get to a higher bar. Right. And so when I'm now thinking about it, Hey, man, if it's going to take another five games for him to actually get there, but they actually believe he could do it versus having to play in harm's way all the time and having a, a, a lower ceiling, I'm interested in – I'll sit here and slog through it with you. Okay. I don't, care, I, don't, I don't care if you win games right now. I care about the quarterback being great by the end of the year. 
So you don't you don't have to punt right now. It's ga- it, you you still would have the back half of the season. The Lions started one and six. They nearly made the playoffs. I don't even care if the Bears make the playoffs this year. I just want them to get better. So they're they're going for this higher ground, and now there's a ton of heat on them, and Fields wants out of it. I would be very interested, like if I was sitting in the room and they're not like, dude. I know you're a little bit still uncomfortable, but it's going to crack, and you're going to have it, and you're going to be great. And let's work on this this week. Let's let's boil down one thing that we're going to be better at this week, period. That's kind of how I would be looking at it from a coaching standpoint. Well, I mean, Ryan Paul said it today. Sometimes when you're trying to do things the right way, it's got to be the hard way. You know, and so I can, I, I'm with you. Can they turn the corner? Can they adjust to how Justin Fields wants? I, I mean, I'm the one that freaked out on Sunday about Matt Eberflus doing him no favors, and I, I believe that they're not. But then the million dollar question, because I'm just somebody the type that's fast forwarding to the next question. Okay, Justin saying it's too much data in my head. That's what he said yesterday. Too much information. I need to just play loose, not think about all this stuff. And right. be myself. Right. Okay. And if that results in better performances on Sunday, we all are going to love that. But then my million dollar question is did he, uh, is Luke Getze and Matty Refus and Ryan Poles okay with him not being the quarterback that they tried to develop him into being and just let him be himself? So, right. And I don't, I really don't believe that Luke Getze has this huge ego, which maybe is crazy for me to say, but I don't think he's got, he has to play the way I want him to play or it's not going to work. Like, I don't see that on him. I really don't. I think that this, I think he's yeah, but doing. What the hell has this been the last two weeks? Like, at what there, point do you not make a halftime adjustment? That's what pisses me off about the whole thing. If that's your contention and he's not like this, then where's the stuff that the stubbornness to not run the ball with Roshan Johnson in the second half in a three-point game is criminal you you that, threw him under the bus that okay so that's a whole nother situation like should they just be running the ball yes more? period right so so now okay different and play off di- of that di- different different question though he just might not be good at his job okay that that could be that is on the table that a first time offensive right. coordinator in the league he just is just not good at his gig I think that's a very fair question right now. But I don't think it's because he's Luke Getze, huge ego guy that this dude has to play like I want him to play. That feels more Matt nagy like I'm offensive genius. Well, that's genius. what I'm saying. That's the, the fear I have, and I've said this since Sunday, is that this is just the Mitch Nagy thing again where we're trying to assign blame and argue about what's wrong, offensive line, all this stuff. And at the end of the day, they just both weren't good enough. And we were all, everybody was kind of planting their flag one way or the other. And at the end of the day, none of it mattered because they both weren't good enough. Um, again, again um, and Hogue's going to join us here in a minute. That's on the table, too, that he's just not good enough. I mean, that's yeah. It's absolutely on I'll the table. A, I mean, obviously, I want them to win, but I'll take a 35-31 loss with Justin Fields just going crazy and uh, 320 yards and four touchdowns, one rushing. Hell yeah. You know, well, at least then we can see if they got something over the next few y- weeks. Yes, I, that, would be, that would be lovely. Very lovely. But I also want to just underline on that one, too. I don't know, man. You drafted Jervon Dexter. You drafted Zach Pickens. You signed Yannick Ngakwe. You signed Trey Mayne Edmonds. You signed P- uh, TJ Edwards. You, you signed 7,000 guys. The defense should be better. Like, if, if the defense is just giving up 7,000 points the rest of the year, that is an indictment on the GM. And I am with you, GM. 
I love when Ryan Poles talks, but, um, you know, at some point, this defense has got to come together. Super chat from SPR. His first 10 big Canadian dollars. Canadian? Canadian, yep, right? Thank you, SPR. Uh, when QB1 said coaching, he wasn't blaming coaches per se. He meant he can't process the coaching he gets, just like how he constantly needs clarification when media ask him questions. Ever notice that? Uh... I think you're reaching a little I bit mean, there. Uh, it's a drop of a reach there, SPR, because i got to be honest, some of the questions that the media asks, including my own, are, are moronic. And, <laughs> you and, uh, try answering a, a Mark Potash question the first time around. <laughs> Wait, what did you just he, say, he, Mark? <laughs> he, he's not – It. Uh, listen, if, if Justin doesn't make it, it's not gonna be co- going to be because of lack of intelligence. That's that's not the, that's not the problem here. Uh, 1999 from Big Cram. What's up, my man, Big Cram? Big Cram. How about that POV uh, picture? It's ridiculous. That shirt is just. <laughs> he, Mark doesn't get it. Mark doesn't shirt. get why that's an odd. I do get why that's well, an odd I didn't picture. Know. I, I took it as a mocking of myself as I drenched my shirt because I like spilled pasta sauce on or whatever the hell it was. Anyway, Carm, you're making a good point. Finally. Thank you, Big Cram. Uh, but the loss are piling up. The morale of Justin and the team will get lower and Flus eventually will lose the locker room. He can't just throw a pizza party like a regular company. Big Cram, I teed up the Flus part this week. Yeah, Jalen Johnson. I, I, I went in on it. That he, I, our eyes are forward. No, 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 no. Some of your eyes are backwards. Some of your guys are sitting here in a 12-game loser. And that was one thing, actually, that bothered me about Poles' thing today. He's like, he's like you know, we're not, we're not lumping back to next year. We got a, not a lot of new guys. Half the team was here last year. Jalen Johnson was here last year. Your quarterback, the most in- important guy in the room, was here last year. He's lost 12 in a row. There is a weight on the franchise right now. You can't just say, oh, yeah, Tremaine Edmonds doesn't feel it. Okay, fine. That's fine. But he's already annoyed, I guarantee you that. Uh, 1999 from Ross Miller. You guys have been killing it through all the madness, for better or worse. Excited Thank you, Ross. To, thank you, Ross, um, indeed. Uh, excited to see Fields play his game and hope he's the guy. Thoughts on a potential uh, defensive coordinator? Lovey, Pat Fitzgerald, Rod Marinelli. Ross, appreciate you. It certainly sounds like they're staying in-house on this. Uh, we'll we'll dive into that with Hogue coming up here. Do we know what time Hogue's coming on here? Am I, am I the only? He's uh, supposed to be in the second segment uh, around twelve forty. Is what I, he had said yesterday. Okay. So okay. Okay. All right. Uh, we can all right. No. Nope. Take a little break, ski. No, no problem. Why don't you tell us about Fubo? Yeah, Greg. that's exactly what I'm gonna tell you about Fubo TV. Go to www.fubotv.com/chgo. Uh, getting tired of DirecTV and all those, you know, satellite company providers. No more NFL ticket on there, so cut the cord. Go to Fubo TV, 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. Stream live TV from any device. Watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price, Carm. Start watching immediately with a free trial. You like free, right? 
You love free. I know Was you love free. Is that a subtle shot at? Be, did you, yeah, you, you are cheap. <laughs> but Fubo's going to help you out with that. If it's free, it's for me. I mean, I thought it was. Fubo's going to help you out with that. Just just, 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 just called me cheap right on the show. <laughs> no, I, I it's okay. Even, I, I won't even hey, connect it to some listen, other things. Listen, Carl Penny Pincher, it's uh, okay. Uh, I appreciate uh, that. Pincher. You're just, you know, uh, you're, sa- you're saving okay. money. Uh, okay. No contract, wow. no cable, no hassle. So stop hassling me. Just sign up and start watching now. 1,000 hours of cloud dvr included at no extra charge watch local teams while you're traveling and events coming up college big 10 nfl with the bears this weekend and uh the chiefs nfl network red zone available uh euro qualifiers coming up a lot of different things so make sure you're tuned in to fubo tv go to www.fubotv.com and i would just remind people that even if you're not cheap uh, <laughs> if you're if you flow money you still want to go fubo tv all right sunny side is your home for judgment free cannabis shopping i will be indulging in some sunny side this weekend perhaps uh, you never know you want to see a comedy show on friday night uh, a place where Wait, all who? kinds of visitors what's that who where at tim jelesnik or something anthony jelesnik jelsnik where at chicago theater huh, seven and ten buddy big night why don't you come on out Okay, maybe. Eh, maybe? Okay. Uh, you're invited too, Braggs. And you uh, you knew the CHGO, Keith Riggle, Doug Dyer, Hair Bear, Gary Ross. You're all invited. All right, Sunnyside is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping. It's got everything you need to elevate your football season, no matter where you are in your cannabis, jer- cannabis journey. Easy online ordering, and you can go for the in-store pickup. Great transparent loyalty program. You get the Sunnyside Rewards. They got all the brands for you. Anything, any flavor, any vibe that you're looking for, they've got it. Cresco, High Supplies, Wonder, Remedy. Uh, Now through October the 15th, you want to go to sunnyside.shop, and you want to use that code CHGO25 at checkout. For 25% off your total order, one use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. That's not only for new customers. Anyone can use our code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season. You do have to be 21 or over or an Illinois med card holder. Okay, Hoag's coming up in a little bit. I want to talk about one major problem that I had from yesterday that we have not covered, and it happened very late. You don't know where I'm going. I like it. Okay, that's fine. His name is Nathan Peterman. I was going to say that I, I had a feeling it had yeah. Bajan written all over it. Well, no, but it's not, that's not even the point. And, of course, I want to see Tyson Bajan as the backup quarterback, and so does everybody else. I don't, I don't get this whole thing. But that's fine. I'm not losing sleep over it. Develop how you ever want to develop him behind Justin Fields. You don't think he's ready to be the backup quarterback. I'm going to choose to trust that process. That's fine. But here's what's not fine. You have one sack in two games. You just lost your left tackle, Braxton Jones, for four weeks and and maybe longer. Mm -hmm. Gary Ross is writing at me right now. He wants to talk about Jatiri Carter at left tackle, which could be the answer. Just screaming into the chat box over and over. Carter at left tackle. Okay, okay, I got it. get it, Gary. Right. But my point is this. You you, You have Kyler Gordon on injured reserve. You've got Jaquan Brisker who's on the field and he's off the field and apparently doesn't know how to use electrolytes or whatever the hell happened last week. I, I still don't understand that one. You have needs all over your roster. Are you really telling me that as you scan all the practice squads in the NFL, there's not one guy out there that's more interesting to you than Nathan Peterman to bring in here that might help you? How is that possible? I think Terrell Lewis is on the Saints practice squad. Right. 
Was he not sacking the quarterback in, in the preseason? I would. By the way, Travis Gibson was too. Roster maintenance. We got to have Nathan damn Peterman back here. And even, oh, well, and, I mean, and, and, from this standpoint, I understand why. Because even if you elevate Tyson Bajan to quarterback two, which I think is smarter than Peterman at two, I think Peterman's just a waste of time at two. If Fields now, especially going, I'm going to play it my way, I mean, that opens himself up to the possibility of injury. And if you only have Bajan on your roster and you've cut Peterman, now you're down to one quarterback. Yeah, you're playing Tyson Bajan. Well, you have to have a backup. Great. Let Roshan Johnson's the backup. Well, they re-signed Peterman today. I mean, they could put They're him putting on the, him on the active roster. Right. He, it, th- can th- he th- stay on the practice squad without somebody plucking Peterman? <laughs> Right. So I can put him agree on the practice squad. He doesn't need to be. This is, makes no sense. Yeah. There has to be. There, you can't. Roshan could be a, your quarterback. I don't in an care who the hell. I, 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 if, if Fields gets hurt okay. and Bajan gets hurt, play Greg Braggs. I really don't care. It's irrelevant. The, the season is, is death and, and, and times 10. You need help right now. The, your pro scouting department. Somebody has got to identify somewhere on on the other 31 NFL teams mm-hmm. that is more interesting to you than Nathan Peterman. That's insane. That makes no sense. It defies logic. And don't tell me that he's so great in that room. If he's so great in the room, the dude, Sir, Justin Fields, just got up there yesterday and talked about there's too much information in his head. He wants to play free. Well, I'm going to hold Peterman accountable, too, for that. I mean, you do not need Nathan Peterman. You need somebody who can do something. That's in, that, 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 I, I, that, I that, understand. That bugs, I mean, bugs me. Bugs me. A pass what are you r- doing? I mean, I, I would have kept Terrell Lewis on the roster. So, you know, I can't sit here and say unequivocally that there really isn't who's going to come in here off somebody's practice squad and help the pass rush. I mean, he's, he's one I only can speak on because I actually watched him practice and play in the preseason and felt good about what he looked like and he between him and Andrew Billings they were the two best defensive linemen throughout camp they were healthy throughout camp and they made plays and Andrew Billings has shown up from what we saw at camp so I I would have thought that Terrell Lewis would have too but I guess the Bears disagreed I mean you had elite football understanding people texting me during the preseason telling me that Terrell Lewis is the best guy on that defensive line I, that's people who know what the hell they're talking about. And way I more. said it, and I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, the Duke, tw- <laughs> the Duke, 1999 super chat. Thank you guys for not spreading rumors yesterday. Big shout out to you guys on the breaking news show. A lot of NFL quote unquote news accounts earned an unfollow from me on Twitter X. That said, <laughs> I have Prince Amukamara diffused a nuclear device under Soldier Field yesterday. This is satire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, Duke. Appreciate you. I have Always. I learned I have learned my lesson on that one. Uh, and for the record, I didn't have anything that was even close to worth reporting. They have been they have been so tight lipped on this. So for those who are out there and then wanting credit for being out there, uh, it was a bizarre day. And but it. I, to, to the way we started the show, I have no idea what's what's going on with Alan Williams, and for better or worse, maybe I should care, but I, I don't care. I, I just don't. I, I thought 
When he was here, I thought the guy was a first-class dude. Apparently, I was wrong. Uh, or, or maybe I wasn't. I don't know. Uh, but, but, he, but he's gone, and the Bears, this is an opportunity for them, in my mind, to add on to this coaching staff, think creatively, perhaps outside the box. This just doesn't have to be let's promote from within and let's give Flus extra duty for a guy who's sitting here with a 3-16 and 16 record, albeit in a teardown. We're not putting it all on his shoulders, but he's this is a first-time head coach in the NFL trying to right a very rocky ship right now. I don't think he needs more on his plate. Now, if, they would, if they're saying that it would be more on his plate to bring somebody else in and get him up to speed and all of that, like if that's too much, if that's the logic, okay, I can, I can hear that. But from my standpoint, like, you are trying by the GM's admission at the start of the season, you are looking for improvement. At least that was with the quarterback. And he's also said again today that they knew it was going to be rocky. So if you put if you put Ryan Poles on a lie detector test as far as making the playoffs this year, I don't think he was expecting that. So you have some freedom to experiment, try to advance yourself forward. Um, I think we're about to have Adam Hogue from Hallis Hall. Adam Hogue, are you there? Can you hear us live from CHGO Carmen Bragg Studios today? We can see you, and we Uh-oh. think you're talking, but we can't hear him. That's me. That one. That's All right. Ah, yeah. Yeah. We were going to blame Lawrence. Not me. Oh, but man. You me. know what the worst part of that is? I had such a good one-liner there, too, that didn't come across. <laughs> All the lip readers will get it. All the lip Run readers. it back. I, I said they would never name that studio after YouTube bozos. <laughs> and that's, what just... you, that's what you think, <laughs> underrated bozo. <laughs> uh all right let's 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 not have any fun and let's talk serious uh okay what was your favorite press conference of the day today adam hogue what did you uh you, we've got luke getsy we've got richard Hito, we've got we've got of course ryan poles i loved what poles was going after today i'm curious how it all landed for you well do you want me to answer honestly yeah honestly it would be good uh, Richard Hightower breaking down that Patriots block punt, uh, field goal. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part. Oh, I mean, boy. come on. And that's not even a joke. That actually was my favorite part. I enjoyed it very, very much. Lots lots go into that play on Sunday night football against the Dolphins. Um, no, in all seriousness, though, almost two years ago, 2021, uh, sort of a rogue report came out that the Bears were going to fire Matt Nagy. This was Thanksgiving week, 2021. Uh, It caused quite a stir. Um, It was a short week. And on the day that the coordinators were supposed to talk, uh, the head coach was not scheduled to talk. The Bears let special then special teams coordinator Chris Tabor come to the podium uh, and have to answer questions that quite frankly, the general manager team president should have been having to answer, um, let alone the head coach, but way before you get down to the special teams coordinator. So very similar situation this morning. Matt Eberflew is not scheduled to talk to the media on Thursdays. Uh, the coordinators, it's coordinator day. One of those three coordinators doesn't work here anymore. Um, who was going to answer these tough questions? And Ryan Poles came down and spoke to the media. So almost like outside of whatever was actually said in the most basic level, there's some progress here. 
Um, does that have to do with Kevin Warren being the team president now? Maybe. I think it also has a lot to do with Ryan Poles, though, his willingness yep. to – this is not the first time he's done this. He did this in training camp last year when Roquan Smith came out with his statement yep. um, that caused quite a stir. So if you're looking for signs of hope that this latest all-time day at Hallis Hall, and there's been many of them. I was actually just talking to another media member about this. Um, I think that that counts for something. Right, it counts for something. Just that they addressed this head-on, the way Ryan Pohl spoke about it. That part I liked, regardless of what was said. I just liked that. Agreed. And when I saw the news that Pohl was going to speak today, I was like, yes. And I would have bet on it too. Do we, if you had said yesterday, do you think Ryan Pohl will speak tomorrow uh, after everything that's going to? Yes, I would because that's who he is, and it's a major reason for some level of optimism in a very you know dark place right now that there is new leadership at the top and they will ultimately figure this out at some point brags you look very yeah i mean i think the one i liked obviously i completely agree with you that ryan poles steps up to the media and speaks uh and he's shown that here the last couple years step for step with you on that i think he's a great leader i I really am a big believer in ryan poles the one thing that i push back with him on in his press conference, which wasn't uh, streamed live for fans, but he said that he wishes it, it, he's he's surprised about how bad the start has been, and he wishes that in as he wishes they had gotten more reps. And he was alluding to injuries being a part of the reason they didn't get enough reps, which I get. But then on the other aspect of it, and we talked about this during the preseason, the reps of the players that were available were within their control, and they chose not to. So yeah. that didn't really make sense to me when he said that. I'm like, that was your guys' decision. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I, I think that um, there's probably a realization um, inside Hell's Hall that they probably did not handle the opportunity of the preseason um, well enough. And on one hand, Luke Getzey talked about this too, and he's like, well, the problem is it's just nobody's playing anything against you anyway. Like, is Justin Fields going to get the same type of rush, same type of uh, mixed-up coverages in the preseason that he would get in the regular season? No. So, And that part's fair too. That's a fair point by Luke Getzey. Like, even if he had played more, it doesn't mean that facing the Packers, Bucks, and Chiefs defenses, you know, three of the best – at least top 10 uh, bucks and definitely the chiefs are in the top five right now uh, units in football makes it any easier. It's just, it's a tough situation. I get that at the same time, like you held Darnell right out of preseason action too. as a rookie. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like, like guys that needed reps. So I, I, I think every team situation on this is different. It's an endless conversation we have every year I am not a everybody needs to play in the preseason guy. I am not a nobody needs to play in the preseason guy. I'm a what is your specific situation? What is the best option that you have on the table? And to be fair to the Bears, we were bringing up the injuries before those games when we were saying, well, will they play? Will they not play? Is it smart to play Justin Fields if all these offensive linemen are out? Is it not? I understood it. That second week against the Colts, when they had those practices, fine. But I thought they should have played more in the first game. I thought they should have played more in the third game. Would it make anything any different? I honestly don't know. But 
it's a, I understand your frustration in hearing like all, cause the same thing happened with in, in year two of Matt Nagy. It's like, right. they, they, they just, okay, we're good to go. We, we trust everything we're doing so much that these guys don't need these reps. And I, and I, I think that it, it, in this case backfired, I think if you want to look for positives, you go to what Luke Etsy had to say and okay, well, we got no choice now but to battle through this and whatever we didn't get in the preseason yes these opponents are tough yes these defenses are tough but we got to find a way to get through it and obviously they're off to a slow start i want to get to getsy in one second here but just quickly with polls he went out of his way to say that nobody in the building is flinching president himself the coaching staff players no one's flinching but he also just said the same thing with like the preseason and I'm just wondering for your Adam Hogue have covered this team since you came out of the womb spider senses if you will do you think that everybody is unified in there right now I mean I know, I understand that you don't know and I'm putting you in a slight tough position to answer that but look what's your what's your best guess at that well, can you be more specific? Like, is the well, whole he, team unified on everything? Well, well I he's saying that the, the preseason they didn't play enough players because they were hurt, uh, and they so they didn't get to do that. But there are, but exactly what we just said. There's there are guys that could have played and then they didn't. So it's like so yeah. I so I'm wondering if he's looking at his coaching staff in some way. Like, yeah, that wasn't handled ideally here. Um, you know, I yeah and, I, yeah. <sighs> But, but you know what? And then we heard this last week, too, with, like, the whole 53-man roster, who's active, who's not active thing. Like, Poles and Flus makes make these decisions together. So I don't think it's a matter of Poles now being like, Flus, what the hell, man? You, like, screw this up. You should have played right. these guys more. No, Ryan Poles was involved in those. In fact, he may have even had more influence than, than the head coach, for all I know. Um, but it, it, they're both on the hook for that. Um, what... What I think is perhaps more relevant is are they all on the same page with not only the reaction to what Justin Fields said yesterday, but even before Justin Fields said what he had had to say. When Justin's thinking, I need to play more free, I need to go out there and, you know, be less robotic and go out and play my game. Was that the same conclusion Luke Getze had on Monday? Right, that might be the most important question this week when it comes to all. Like in the aftermath, we're all reacting to what Justin said, and then what he said the second time when he talked. But when you talk about alignment, like to me, it's more about were they aligned already when Justin Fields came to the podium? Were they all in agreement that yes, this is how we got to attack this going forward this week? I get the sense right now um, that this was a this has been, become a much bigger deal outside the building than it ever was inside the building. I think that there is, well, all these coaches and, and the entire NFL have some degree of ego, and I'm sure Luke Getze does too. I think there is a level of acceptance that what Justin Fields said was true. Uh, Getze said that he didn't even know until Fields had that second media gathering yesterday that any of that stuff earlier had been said. And I actually believe that these coaches are so in their offices, ready, getting ready for practice that they're not necessarily watching. I hope they're not watching live press conferences like, like the rest of us are. Um, and it really just didn't seem to be that big of a deal. I think part of that though, is they've only played two games. This could still become a big deal if the struggles continue. 
but it's early enough in the season. That's why I keep saying this, and we'll continue to say this over the next few days. These next two weeks are huge. They are crucial. You either get back on track and on the same page or you don't. And at the end of the day, all that matters is the results on the football field. So we talked with Tim Jenkins earlier in the week. He spoke about maybe the footwork being a quick fix. Were you able to ask Luke Getze about that today and his vantage point on that kind of a discussion? Yeah, um, asked a question, asked a follow-up. Uh, we couldn't get Tim Jenkins a media pass, so but he also lives in Colorado, so I just went ahead and asked the questions for him. No, I honestly was worried. I, I'm not worried. I wanted to know these, these, these answers, too. I think it's a great point. So we had Tim Jenkins on earlier questioning the footwork uh, of Justin Fields, and, and I would encourage people to go back and listen to that episode. What was, what was that, Tuesday now at this point, that episode? Um, just really high-level quarterback footwork talk and why it matters with the timing of the progressions. Um, Luke Getze, just to rewind so everyone here watching understands this, Luke Getze, when he got here, changed Justin Fields from right foot forward in the shotgun to left foot forward, okay? And the whole point of that was because that's what Luke Getze likes. That's why the timing in the offense that he teaches that's what he prefers luke gets confirmed that to me today but he also pointed out on his own nathan peterman tried it didn't like it nathan peterman has his right foot forward in the shotgun and so i followed up and i'm like just so just to be clear you prefer left foot forward but if your quarterbacks don't like it you're okay with them changing it and that's the case. Justin Fields, he says, loves left foot forward. And that's why they're sticking with this. And that's why they're not going to change it. So I guess you got to take him. I mean, if he's allowed Nathan Peterman to change it, then I don't understand why he wouldn't let Justin Fields go back if he wants to. And uh, I guess we're just going to have to ac accept that for what it is. Now, I know Tim Jenkins has already tweeted in response to my tweet with Luke Getze's answers that he doesn't necessarily he's almost that almost makes him more worried because now you're letting your quarterbacks dictate their own thing i think that's kind of a lose-lose situation for an oc because if you if you don't give them the freedom to do what they want and what they prefer well now you're not putting your players in the best position to have success if you do let them do that then now you're okay well now you don't you know I, you know what i mean like it's it feels like a lose-lose either way um again it goes back to what i just said earlier the results just need to be better nobody's questioning this at all so the peterman thing i don't know if you can provide any more clarity that's out there they they cut him because they were going to sign an offensive lineman from a practice squad uh both I've seen I, and, there, and I'm sure there's more out there but I've seen reporting from both Patrick Finley and Courtney Cronin on this that they were going to bring in another uh offensive lineman and then that fell through so now they don't have a roster they have a roster spot back available so they brought Peterman back they were going to bring him back to the practice squad uh I went on a drop of a rant Hogs. I'm sure you weren't watching the show saying like is there really nobody else at any practice squad across the entire NFL that you're not interested in other than this one person to to help out your roster like I I just the, the, the desire to bring back Nathan Peterman is 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 confounding to me. I, I don't I'm, I'm, I am straight confused as to why they when that thing fell through that there was nobody else in the entire NFL with all the needs that they have that they couldn't find. Does that make sense? Um, not really. 
Uh, come on. You need, you, got, you need help in your defensive backfield. You need help in your offensive line. You need help in your defensive line. Terrell Lewis is sitting on the Saints practice squad. Somebody out there has got to be able to help this damn roster. Okay, but one, Carm, it's not easy to just sign guys off other teams' practice squads. Um, because Why not? they, they have because they have to move their family they have to learn a new offense learn a new defense live in a well, hotel and it, and it was they're, reported they're, and it was reported let me, that let me they, finish his answer yeah. greg like it, 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 it's just not as easy as you're making oh we just have this extra roster spot like let's just pick up a guy on a waiver wire like it's fantasy football I'll just take a flyer on this random guy i've never heard of like that's just not how the nfl works man they have their pro scouting department uh with these lists on spreadsheets of t- guys they like. If the timing's right, they go after them. There's very few players that you actually identify, hey, we're going to take it off somebody else's practice squad. You add up to our 53-man roster, not practice squad, but 53-man roster. Yeah. Teach them a whole new system. You don't just do that on random dudes. Also, very important in this conversation, Nathan Peterman was going to be the backup quarterback against the Chiefs no matter what. Okay, you need to understand that Nathan Peterman was not being punted out to a different team here. Nathan Peterman, even if he had signed back to the practice squad, was going to be elevated Sunday, which you're allowed to do a couple times a year, I believe, with the player. So he would have been basically on the practice squad for like a two week deal. They would have elevated him so that on game day, he still would have been the backup quarterback. That's important to remember here, too. So instead of just taking a flyer on some other random dude, when this first guy didn't want to sign, you just say, okay, well, instead of wasting Nathan Peterman's two weeks where he can be elevated, we'll just put him back on the 53. No harm, no foul. So you're saying when you talk about lifting a player from their families or whatever, that if the Bears put a place in for an order for a waiver pickup of somebody else's practice squad, that player can decline to come here? It's not a waiver, though. It's a, at any point, you can sign players off any team's practice squad. I could no. call up X player on anybody on the Bears practice squad right now. Name a guy. If the Seahawks called right now and said, hey, do you want to come sign with us to our 53-man roster? but you have to sign them to your 53. You understand okay. that? So if you can Anthony, poach yeah. you can poach players off any practice squad in the league, but they don't have to come. It's not like they've been cut and then claimed I on see. waivers. I see. Yes. Anthony Heron, I've heard him talk about this on the score. Like he was on the Packers practice squad. People came after him to sign him and he didn't go because he liked being in Green Bay. He thought that he was going to it was going to get his opportunity yeah. so he didn't. So it's only if it's an elevated position yeah so uh correct Hogue, although, I although if things if things aren't going great you could in a in a one sometimes teams can or players can negotiate hey can you release me from the practice squad so i can go sign with another team's practice squad but that's got to be an agreement between like three different parties both teams and a player it doesn't happen a lot um, I want to say it happened with a Patriots player a couple weeks ago but uh, this was not that situation but it is reported that they did release Nathan Peterman yesterday because they were trying to sign someone and weren't able to do that is that correct that's that's my understanding is that's correct then they had to clear that roster spot by 3 p.m it's a technicality with the league because that's when the league office closes for the day so they had to in order to get this player at practice today which ended up not practice ended up not happening 
They had to cut Peterman by 3 o'clock yesterday. That's why that procedural move was made in the middle of all the chaos. We got that release that came out because it was officially uh, sent through the league office that Nathan Peterman had been released. But the plan was to sign him to the practice squad, elevate him as the backup quarterback this week. And once that other player later in the day decided, hey, you know what? I'm good. I don't want to come sign with you guys. Then they just said, all right, well, let's give Nathan Peterman his roster spot back. I, I, I Okay, I got it all. Thank you. Uh, this is a good, that, that was a good clarification. Hogue, I know you got to get out of here. Anything else before you go that, you, that we didn't ask you about? Uh, um, no, but I'll give you this nugget. Um, Walk, walking out on the practice field today, uh, which we can't report specifics until practice is over, but I will share this with you. Kendrick Lamar's It's Gonna Be All Right was playing. The Bears DJ had that going to start practice. I just thought that was an interesting little Excellent little choice. nugget to, to get the juice going at practice today. And I will say, gonna um, be all right. things seemed loose. I mean, we only get to see 10 minutes of practice, but, you know, the rest we're going to have to save till after practice, but... Uh, I think that's fair to share with you guys now, and maybe oh. Bears fans can feel a little bit better about that nugget right now. Well, I could share with you that it was very loose in Studio B today as uh, there was a new recording that, uh, unfortunately, you were not here to see the background for. And It was the worst thing I've ever had it's to so be a good. part of. It's, 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 yeah, I'm good. I don't even want to hear about yeah. it. I'm good. I hope you guys have a great we'll day. We'll make sure we tag you in it when we put it on yeah. Twitter. You, you better retweet yeah. it. I'm not afraid to use the block button. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Duke, uh, by the way, through 1999 to say, hey, look, Adam's on the moon. <laughs> he does look moon? kind of moon-like. <laughs> well, no, that's a callback to his t- super chat yesterday about yeah, uh, Alice I, Hall's like the moon. You're, oh, oh. Uh, uh, I got you. I got That's next level, Duke. That's next level. All right, guys, I got to run. See you, Adam. All right. Uh Hogue out at Hallis Hall giving us the info on the footwork and the secret Peter man. Whoopsie. Shouldn't have said that. Um, okay. Braggs? Yes, sir. You want to hit an ad read and then yeah. we'll get uh, our next guest? Yes, we've got here. one more guest. We're going down to Kansas City to wrap up the show with Johnny B, who's yes, Braggs' sir. best friend. But first, from Greg, to let you know how you could make your life better. Well, actually, I'm going to tell you about our friends over at Circle K. Because that's what I put in the notion, and they're in stores near you uh, nationwide. And when you're in your area, I've got like 12 in Cherville, Indiana. So if you're ever in the area, you can come by Circle K, buy me, you know, some, buy uh, me, buy come, me something. Come you to know, the cul-de-sac. Meet, meet me up, and if you you want to push back on any bears take i have we can meet up at a circle k and hit up the griller and have some hot dogs we are so excited to partner with our friends at circle k so check out your local circle k for the best coffee beer and snack selection and premium gas don't forget about that look out for freebies and giveaways down the road like i said when i go there i hit up the griller at lunch you know that that used to be my go-to when i was bricklaying you know get a hot dog maybe two maybe a 32 ounce 30 definitely a 32 ounce but diet 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 pop always keep the carbs down uh so you know like i said make sure you hit them they're always in your area they're nationwide so thanks to circle k for sponsoring chgo visit the nearest circle k to pick up all your favorite finds carm what'd you put on that hot dog mustard only thank you that's a lie (laughs) ketchup and relish 
Yeah, I mean, if I'm not in Chicago, if I'm not in the city <laughs> limits, I do feel it's it's this is a Chicago rule. Like, but if I'm so at when you're home, at the Circle K in, in Indiana, Dyersville, Indiana, wherever you not Dyersville, Dyer or Sheriffville, same thing. You might need ketchup. On Dyer, Sheriffville, and so you would get what would you put on it? Yeah. Let me, Ketchup and relish. I've been getting enough shit for the chat. It's actually just ketchup, Ketchup, mustard, relish, onion, maybe. That's fine, Bryce. You do you, whatever. But if I'm at Wrigley, I get a pole sausage with Mm. mustard. But we're not talking about Wrigley. We're talking about Circle K. So shout out to those guys. Okay, I'm so nauseous by your diet period and now you just made it even more nauseous all right chgo has a weekly pick sex and nfl survivor contest where do you do this splash sports okay get yourself involved here you're gonna love it get in the weekly contest it's for real money this is what you do you go to splash forward slash chgo you sign up there you deposit your cash you get started 10 bucks. We're not talking about huge money here. $10 to enter. It's the CHGO Weekly NFL Pick X Contest and the CHGO Survivor Contest. The more who enter, the larger the prizes. So let's get in there. Let's all win a bunch of dough off each other. That'll be awesome. Uh, running, we are running weekly contests all year. So keep the link handy. I, I, I bookmarked it and. Uh, I'm off to a slow start, but this could be my week. Go to splashsports.com slash CHGO to join in. We're going to have different contests coming out, so we are stoked to compete with and against you all. Be sure to click our link in the description. Thank you to our friends at Splash Sports. All right. Uh, our next guest. Yes. Let me set this up. So yeah. we're going to have some fun here. We're going to turn the corner from, from Sad Town. We're going to look ahead to the Chiefs. I have a good friend that lives in my area, diehard Chiefs fan. He's basically the the Braggs of Chiefslandia. Like, you know him from the stands. He Can used to be my co-host on Braggs in the stands when we, when we were in our schedules aligned, but we're both so busy now in our lives. He's also a tennis pro, so I know you're going to love him. Uh, I already love him that you called him. He's a gambling just expert he's gonna give away some picks here so we're gonna have a little fun look ahead and do some different things yeah and before we do that if you are going down to kansas city to see the bears or the chiefs and you don't have tickets or whatever if you're just going to wrigley field tonight or anywhere uh you want to download the game time app that's right and get yourself involved uh with the best secondary option that you could possibly find uh game take game time is just it's it's simply the best last minute tickets flash deals zone deals easy to find uh and see exactly where your ticket's going to be it's the lowest price guarantee event cancellation protection job loss protection if you all of it for you so look game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event even an hour after it starts which for you complete sickos like me who are looking for the absolute best deal you don't have to be in in the first inning because you're enjoying a cocktail at murphy's i mean that's a great way to go about it at at at, uh wrigley field same thing around the united center hanging out the billy goat smoking cigars and getting nauseous in the bathroom i don't know if whoever that might have happened to me once um you know you, you don't have to buy before tip before first pitch download the game time app get her done and uh Yes, what happens is you create an account, you use the code CHGO, and you get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account, redeem code CHGO, 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, 
Let's talk to your friend Johnny B. Let's talk. Johnny B in the house. What's up, guys? The gloom and doom. Can we turn it around? Holy cow. Good to be here. How's everybody doing? Does my beard look okay? I don't have a makeup guy like you, but I kind of <laughs> was looking in this to see if the oh, here we go. looked pretty good. So I think it looked pretty good. So I just used that ring, you know, one of the two to check it. If I look okay off the beard. the camera. So uh, happy uh, to be here. Okay, I want to let you two go at it, but I did not. But now I need a bio here because if you're going to be throwing all this Chiefs noise at us, did you grow up in Kansas City, Johnny B? Absolutely not. I did not grow up in Kansas City, <laughs> but I was taken to Arrowhead Stadium first time ever on a plane. I was an NFL fan. I didn't have any allegiances. We're talking 1987. First time on a plane. Got introduced to some players. Got brought to Arrowhead. Somebody bought me the starter jacket. And that was it. One smell of that that barbecue and that tailgate, meeting all the people, and then walking into Arrowhead. And from that point on, when I was a little kid, Arrowhead was my place, and the Chiefs was my team. And I've been a season ticket holder for a long, long, long time. I'm talking, talking like like Christian Okoye and Barry Word oh, before, and that, that group. Before Christian Okoye, I'm talking Derek Steph- Thomas. Like before Derek Steph- Thomas, Page. got drafted. All right, you, you pass. You, you, you throw out 1987. Well, and like I told you, he's a tennis pro too, so you guys would get along on the on the court. He was at the U.S. Open. I, Johnny, I, I don't want to ruin the show by for everybody else other than me just talking tennis with you, but I now, I mean, Bryce, we're, uh, I, when I come down to KC, I'd love to hit. I, I'll pay you whatever the fee is, and, and you can get my game to the next level. I look forward to it. Uh, who's the great – well, uh, fine, you just did it. Greatest tennis player of all time, then we can back, go back to the Bears. Who do you got? Well, I used to be, uh, I'm still a Federer guy. I saw Federer play at Wimbledon in 2019. Obviously the same year we won the first Super Bowl in my lifetime. What a time to be alive. And uh, it was Federer, but the numbers don't lie. And after being at my first Grand Slam final just a couple of weeks ago, Djokovic is the GOAT and it's not even close. He, he, he just does what he feels is right. You know, they can try to ban him from all these different places for whatever reason, whether you agree or don't. But the bottom line is he sticks by his guns. He plays his game. And for me, Novak Djokovic, Nole, is the GOAT. All right. I, I can't Well, argue. and you're definitely going to have can't to help argue. this guy because he's getting beat up on the on the – the old man league here. He's still just slow down. There's no, no one's getting beat up, and there, and I'm not in any old man leagues. But all right, you can have the rest of the interview just after with this last question. Can Justin Fields get right against this Chief defense? Because as far as I could tell, the Chiefs are literally solid at every single spot on there. This is an incredibly tough week for him to quote unquote be playing free. I mean, I don't see a weakness in the Chiefs defense unless I'm missing something. Yeah, like obviously it's been a very strange start to the season with our young receiving core, and I do not think that uh, this is the week that he gets it straight just because the defense has been like actually what everybody's looking forward to. You know, Chris Jones had his little thing, and even without him, you know, we still should have won that game if guys weren't just dropping every pass known to man in that first game against the Lions. And just like we're so deep, you know, we brought in Tranquil from uh, from the Chargers at linebacker. We're very deep at linebacker. Our young cornerbacks are, are, are balling out, and, and it's just tough to score on us. You know, we're, you know, Spags is doing a good job changing up looks, and I just honestly, I can't see this the game that Justin Fields turns it around. I mean, I think he's got to use his legs a little bit more, like he said, like be more him, but I mean, you got to make throws, and I don't think he's going to have a ton of time. Your left tackle, or your left tackle is out, uh, I saw. And I just don't think this is going to be the week, honestly. The Chiefs haven't scored much this uh, this year yet, and I think a little home cooking is just what Mahomes and the boys order, especially, you know, since Mahomes just got that little little pay raise. They just redid his contract, and he's going to want to prove that uh, he deserves it, obviously. 
Right. And so on the other side of the ball, you, you know, obviously the offense isn't doing what I think is the standard for Chiefs fans or anybody watching the Chiefs. We always expect them to put up 30 points a game. So what has it been that – why has it been so choppy? I mean, I think you th- assume that they can get right this week, but these last two weeks, what's made it been so choppy for the offense? You know, I think a little bit of it has to do with our our new young players, and a lot of them were there last year. Like, we got Tony halfway through the year last year, and obviously he was a Super Bowl hero, scored a touchdown, longest punt return in NFL history in a Super Bowl to set up another touchdown. And it honestly just looks a little jittery, a little, a little bit like nerves in the first couple season game, you know, regular season games for the offense. I think they'll clean that up. You know, if you look at it, Mahomes has really only made one bad throw, and he was getting hit when he did – when he, when he threw it, that was the interception last week against the Jags. That was a wide open touchdown if he got it over the defender to Justin Watson. So I'm not too worried about it. I think maybe they'll they'll use the running backs a little bit more too, maybe with some more screen passes to McKinnon and Pacheco. And I'm not really worried about the offense at all. It's just about confidence and, and just going forward. But, I mean, obviously Mahomes never had a top-tier defense, and there was a lot of chatter in the offseason and training camp about what this defense could be. You know, the young players that played last year as rookies that won a Super Bowl. And we're really excited about, you know, if this could be a top 12 or top 10 defense, what that could do for Mahomes and, you know, taking a little pressure off the offense in general. We got a $2 super chat here from Corey asking, is Matt Nagy ruining the Chiefs like the Bears? And I think from us, from our perspective, Matt Nagy didn't really have a handle on, you know, an offense, a balanced offensive play calling perspective. Now we watch those first two weeks, especially that game against Detroit where there was some trickery, you know, on on fourth and short. That was always our biggest problem with Nagy when they'd get into those third and ones, fourth and ones, and he'd pull a jet sweep or take the ball out of your best player's hand at times. And and we all kind of are sitting back like, ah, you know, he's your problem now. But Nagy was with you guys before the Bears, and now he's after So what is your perspective and Chiefs fans' perspective on the way Matt Nagy calls plays? Because I know he did take some heat before he was with the Bears in that playoff game. So what's it like now that he's back? Well, you know, uh, obviously he had a lot to do with Mahomes when he was a rookie. He spent a lot of time when Mahomes didn't play until the last regular season game when we'd already secured our seed. Uh, So... You know, a lot of people, I mean, we're not even sure that Matt Nagy is calling plays, to be honest with you. And that's kind of been the, you know, the MO over here in Kansas City with Eric Bieniemy, And a lot of times with him getting looked over for head coaching jobs, you know, obviously Peterson did a good job going to Philly and now Jacksonville. You had Nagy that had the one good year, you know, the first year there with Mitch. And then it kind of went downhill after that. And whatever reason, you know. Bienemy's been looked over for coaching jobs and he wasn't under contract and took the uh, offensive coordinator job with Washington and they've looked pretty decent so far, you know, putting up some points. So a lot of people think that Bienemy did that because maybe those offensive coordinators are not calling as many plays as you think and that Andy Reid is basically the man behind the curtain, the wizard of Chiefs Kingdom, if you know what I mean. Yep. All right. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, here, Chiefs have been picking up a ton of penalties, which is why – They've been tight in tight games with, with Jacksonville that they're winning and, and, of course, the opening week loss. They have dropping passes left and right. I don't think the Bears can count on that per se. So, Johnny B., if you were talking to the Bears coaching staff, hey, help us to a pathway of being in this football game and not looking like a disaster. How would you attack – what would you do if you're the Bears to try to stay in this game? 
Well, it's, it's got to be time of possession. Obviously, that's what the teams are trying to do against us. You know, since Mahomes has proved that he's a superstar, it's all about time of possession. Detroit did a pretty good job of that in the beginning, even though they weren't getting huge chunks maybe on the run game. They did have a couple nice runs there uh, with Montgomery and uh, and the rookie. But Montgomery obviously was taking the load. Obviously, you guys, you guys know a lot about Montgomery. It's all about time of possession. If you can possess the ball a little bit and limit the possessions for the Chiefs, maybe you can stay close in a game and and it'll go your way. You know, uh, Jacksonville was trying to do that, and obviously, we've shot ourselves in the foot a little bit with you know making some errors and dropping passes that would have continued drives. But if you don't if you don't have decent time of possession against the Chiefs, you really have no chance. Nine <laughs> drop passes and three penalties opening week. Yeah, so Johnny B, um, you know how much I appreciate you coming on here today. I, I definitely miss chopping it up on Braggs and the Stands with you, but one of the things you were known for on Braggs and the Stands was giving away your Johnny B for three. You're, you're kind of the gambling wizard, someone I look up to if I ever will get the confidence to, to throw down some bets like you do, uh, and you're always – a good follow for this stuff. So Bears fans, I honestly would follow Johnny's lead. But I asked you to kind of pull together some Johnny B for three here today. Quickly, you know, what are some of your prop bets going into Sunday around the league or even uh, with Chiefs-Bears? I got my Johnny B for three, and then I got a couple prop bets I like from the the Chiefs-Bears game. My number one pick of the week is a tease. I like to do two uh, team teases. I got the Jags minus four bouncing back. with the Cowboys teased to minus six and a half playing the Cardinals. It's plus 100. So you, you bet 100, you win 100. I think those are going to be easy, easy covers for those two teams. I like Henry, Derrick Henry, anytime touchdown at minus 105. You know, he's a solid beast. He scored last week. And, you know, sometimes he goes in bunches like that. So I like Derrick Henry at, at uh, sorry, minus 105. Anytime touchdown score. Justin Jefferson, anytime touchdown score. He hasn't found the end zone yet. I mean, Kirk Cousins has been balling out. I mean, let's face it, he's been looking good. I think, uh, you know, Justin Jefferson gets in the end zone this week at minus 105. So, you know, it's a pretty good odds right there. And then my Bears Chiefs props, I like Mahomes over 2.5 touchdown passes at plus 110. He should have had it both times. I mean, obviously the drops, we saw that in game one. And then last week, I mean, Kelsey, I mean, he was all crazy last week, like getting in fights and getting penalties. He dropped a touchdown pass. He had one earlier in the game, but Mahomes made a perfect throw late in the game, and he just straight dropped it. So I think this week against, you know, the Bears and all the stuff that's going on, which you guys talked about, I think that Mahomes gets those three touchdown passes or more this week. And I like uh, Komet over 3.5 receptions. So four or more receptions, and he gets that, and he's gotten that both weeks so far. I think he had maybe five the first week for the Bears and four last week. So I like that with him getting that at the tight end position, and that's plus 105. So those are my Johnny B for three picks, plus two Chiefs Bears prop bets. And you guys got to remember, money won is always far sweeter than money earned, baby. (laughs) (laughs) It's an excellent point. All right, on on the way out, Johnny, for Bears fans coming down there or just visiting Kansas City at any point, your favorite barbecue is? My favorite barbecue is uh, I go to two all the time, Jack Stag Barbecue and Joe's at the gas station location. I, I know the owner of Jack Stag. He's a pretty good guy. But uh, there's so many good ones. I mean, LCs, you got slaps. I mean, Q39. I mean, there are no bad choices. There's only good choices. Um, and it's all about fun. And the Kansas City community will be very welcoming to all the Bears fans. We're, uh, we're very good like that. And it's always a party. And 
you know, even at the stadium, it's usually a good experience and tailgates and all that. All right. So Johnny B final thing. We're going to have the video. We're going to, after the show is over, I want you to lay down your duck race video. For those of you that don't know, Johnny B always does giveaways every week where he does duck races. He started this in the COVID year where you can pick a winner. And if you just follow Johnny B or you follow CHGO Bears, <laughs> you can have a chance to win a rookie Justin Fields card. He'll have it sent out to you. Uh, and, and and maybe even I'll throw a brick-by-brick brick shirt yeah, towards somebody, for, too. Bears fans and those Chiefs fans watching, I got the Super Bowl 57 champions replica there ticket with the lanyard. It's well, got we don't the give pin <laughs> on it. You can on give it that to a Chiefs it. fan. We don't give a shit. No, I said, like, the Chiefs fan that yeah. are yeah, yeah. Get like I do one of each, man. Yeah. Got to spread the love. So, uh, like I said, have a chance to win a Justin Fields card. He's going to be dropping the duck duck race here shortly on Twitter. If you follow him and CHGO Bears, we're going to pick yeah, a so winner. This is how I'm going to do it. So, if you're a Bears fan and you want that Justin Fields rookie card, you follow CHGO Bears and then retweet the duck race, and you'll be entered to win the drawing. I'm going to do it on Monday, probably during the Monday night football games, and then obviously my people know how to enter, so but if you're a Bears fan, you follow CHGO, you retweet my post and uh, on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. And that's how you enter. And I'll draw a name and I'll ship it out to you. No questions and, asked. And, 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 same, and, I'm, and I'm adding to the pot a brick-by-brick brick shirt um, oh for, for one of those. Whammy. And Woo. we'll pick a winner from CHGO Bears. You see it on Mark Harmon's wearing it now. Uh, so follow Johnny B, follow CHU Bears, retweet the video on Twitter, uh, Twitter X. You'll have a chance to win. Johnny B., Thank you for coming on and giving some insight from the Chiefs' perspective and helping some of these some of these guys in the chat make some money. Yeah, I just want to say before I go, I appreciate you guys having me on. And as Greg knows, I'm not a I'm not a Cubs fan, but I'm not a Cubs hater like a lot of people. And I've been definitely making a ton of money off of Bellinger prop bets and Suzuki prop bets. So it's been fun. It's been fun to see you know what the Cubs are going to do here down the stretch. But those guys have been hot and they've been. Uh, They've been paying for a couple of lunches. That's all I got to say. There you go. Well, they're breaking my heart right now, so hopefully they get back on track. Johnny B, we'll catch up with you here real soon. Thanks again. All right, guys. Have a good one. Thanks. Johnny B, the Braggs of Kansas City. That was awesome. Yeah, he's got good energy. Uh, you know, like I said, he's trying to bring a little Chiefs perspective, uh, so I thought he gave some good insight there. And I trust me, I've watched this guy make good money uh, throwing down some picks. So if you – might want to follow his lead on some of his suggestions. That's all I'll say if you're into that sort of thing. Well, we are back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action. So if you're listening to Johnny V and you want to get it done, I got great offers for you. But first things first, you make any new bet. If you're a new customer and you bet 5 bucks, you get $200 instantly in bonus bets. So $5 on any of this week's matchups, including Bears and KC. You're an instant winner. $200 in bonus bets. Uh, DraftKings isn't stopping there, of course. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football. More fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now. Use the code CHGO. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with the code CHGO. 
the crown is yours. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help us available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on half of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licey Parter, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 or over, age varies by jurisdiction, void in ONT. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. He's so good at that. The end part where you got to do all yeah, the disclaimers. Every time I hear that, I realize we should probably record that because it's really annoying to you guys. But I, it's just what well, you know. Sorry. No, he's good at it. He's a pro, and that's a pro's pro. And if you want to look like a pro and dress like a pro when you go to Wrigley Field to cheer on our Cubs to try to get into the back door of these playoffs. Make sure you go to FOCO, F-O-C-O, and use the code C-H-G-O on all non-presale items. Get fitted out in the best sports gear around. Hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Like I said, it's almost playoff baseball season. Get your Aloha shirts, straw hats. Just get decked out. Polos, bags, everything you need for a game. Set decorations like you see here on on our table and behind us that they've been generous enough to donate to us. Uh, That's the kind of stuff you can get from FOCO. So check out FOCO.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. All righty, 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 right. Um, uh, wait, we get wait, some, wait, yes. No, no Peterman song. Do no we have Peterman it? song? We don't have that, but we do have a lot of super chats. So let's start <laughs> with uh, let's start with David Verner, nineteen ninety nine. I, I did send it. You didn't send it at all, but here it goes. <laughs> what know. has Chicago failed to attract the big name coaches and the big free agent players? I sent it now. I'm not doing it. Yes, you are. What no. has Chicago, Chicago failed to attract the big name coaches and big time free agents? I, to me, it always feels like they're trying to outsmart the pack. You know, my wife even asked this. She's like, why can't they just get like a, a veteran quarterback, you know, like or, or, a, or a good head coach, like a veteran Look, head coach? They always try to get the new head coach, the new play caller, and they, not somebody that has some experience. Bruce Arians came in here and was like, I'll take the job, but I'm getting rid of Jay Cutler. And they were like, nope, we're going to go with Tressman. The big name coach thing, I don't have an answer for. The 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 players, I mean, look, I'm I'm reaching here, but they tr- they traded for Khalil Mack and they paid Khalil Mack, so it's not like it hasn't happened. But we hear you, David. I would love an experience due to come in here at some point, but we'll, let's let's give it a little time and see how this thing all plays out. Denise Walters, 1999. Thank you, Denise. Justin was speaking about how he is taking the coaching, not the coaching wasn't good. I think we did cover that. Thank you, Denise. We we generally agree. She, and she 499. Yeah, she was really. In Justin the, was yeah. talking about himself. The coaches obviously see that it was taken out of context. And 499 more from Denise. Can we give this team a chance to develop, please? Denise, I think you, uh, if you watch the show, I'm assuming these chats were earlier. I, th- I think you are on board with how we handled it um, and how uh, at least how we're looking at it. Yeah, I At get I us. get where well, I get where she's coming from. I understand that feeling. It's a desperation feeling at this point just to just hope that this works out, but we're leaning on a lot of hope here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. I hate to be the bearer of meatball bad news, but I just don't know any other way to phrase it. The bear of bad meat. What did you just say? I have no idea. Let's the, get to the next <laughs> super chat. Hunt Hector Zimbrano, you want to read it $10? 
Okay, I'll do it. No worries. When Kevin Warren brings in Jim Harbaugh as the future head coach of the Chicago Bears, we'll be looking back at all this and thanking God it's finally over. The Jim Harbaugh <laughs> era has begun. Hector, Jim Harbaugh is one of the weirder cats going, and I've never been a huge fan, but he does know quarterbacks, and I am interested if that's if that would when be When we happen. were looking at head coaching options when we hired Matt Eberflus, I said Jim Harbaugh, Greg Roman. Two guys that have had experience developing quarterbacks. I, I'm, I don't think this ownership will ever take a guy like Jim Harbaugh, who's like the Ozzy Guillen of of types of that's just going to shake the tree, you know, through the media and and say things that are unpredictable. Greg Roman's on the street right now. You can make him your offensive coordinator if things don't turn around here. That's another option. He's a consultant. Jesus. Well, that would be interesting. All right. Uh, thank you, Eric. Appreciate you. And $5 uh, from Eric Forslow. Excuse me. If this team gets blown out against the Chiefs, and then they lose against Denver. Do they clean the entire house? This is such a bizarre story, Williams. They're not cleaning the house after Denver, Eric. I would be beyond stunned. However, I am looking at it to your super chat point that the season literally does start against the Broncos. Like, they, they, they have to beat Denver. You cannot lose that right. game. Denver is salvage, you know, hope. But if they beat the Chiefs, I will go on Lakeshore Drive with everyone here in this chat you can flog me all the way down the street if you'd like for being so negative. Nobody wants to flog you. They love you. I but love you. Your I'll, mom loves I'll you. be right at the front of that parade because it you know, surprised me here on Sunday. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'd love for it to happen. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any house cleaning coming. Jeffrey Butler, $5. Fields claimed to have spent all offseason learning Getsy system. Did he do that for them not to run it during the season? Jeffrey... What happened in the offseason and his comfort level right now is disappointing, to say the least. But just a lot different when you've got 11 guys on the other side going out there and trying to take you to the ground versus hanging out on a practice field and, you know, throwing, having a nice day throwing balls to Mooney and Claypool and everybody else that he was doing. This is, this is, uh, Off-season work can trick you into thinking what you're ready for, you know, because you paid attention, though, during training camp. He did not look good. He looked bad. Lots of bad. I know. Dollar ninety nine from Eli. Figure the O out last year. Why the hard pivot? Eli. Great question. I assumed that teams adjusted and then the Bears didn't. And that's why we're stuck here. But the lack of design runs leads me to think that there was an overcorrection here. Uh, Hair Bear, appreciate you, Hair Bear. 499, great show, guys. Still my guy brags, even if we don't agree on the Justin Fields comment. Carm, you killed today. Thanks for being part of Bears Media. Much love. Thanks, Hair Bear. Appreciate you, Hair Bear. Yeah, he was busting my ass in the chat, as were many. And as I've said before, you're always just going to get my honesty. That's it. You know, I don't really care if you agree with me or not, but I'm always going to be honest and authentic of how I feel. I may not be right, but I'm going to at least say how I feel, period. Is that a subtle dig saying that I'm not being honest? I'm not saying you're not. I'm just speaking from my my perspective on how I approach this. Because I know a lot of people think that I got to, like, stay in some meatball lane. You know, I can meatball it up with all you guys when the time calls for it, but it's just not the right time for me right now. I'd say I feel it's... 
you know, the, we're in danger of something much worse here coming up. And I'm sorry I can't avoid that and ignore that. Nobody takes to heart what goes on on this show. And by the way, I care a ton and Hope cares a ton. But the level of caring and Well, I'm a Bears pr- fan first. So everyone in the chat I identify with because I am that guy in that chat that's watched these shows and, and hated certain members of the media at times and love this team and wear my heart on my sleeve, win or lose. That, that, that is who I am. So I understand that it's an emotional roller coaster with me and, and my highs are high, my lows are low. This is, is that, a shitty week right now is that, to be a Bears fan for me personally. And I respect those that are rationalizing it into now gr- brighter days are ahead. And I hope you're right. And you guys are all welcome to come into the chat and, and, and pull your receipts on anything that I've said in the last week. Is that not the most adorable moment of all time? I'm a Bears fan first. We need a we need a shirt for that. That's awesome. I love it. You're a dollar ninety nine from Jacob P. Stop calling screens, chunk plays, then talk, uh, then talk. Look, hey, less screens. We with you, Jacob. Let's go D- down the field. I would if I was Luke Etsy, I'd be telling Justin this week. Hey, hey, dude, I want you to throw five interceptions. If you don't throw five interceptions, I'm gonna be pissed because we ain't winning this game anyway. So just have some fun. Run out the there. damn ball, like Johnny B said. He gave you the formula from the Chiefs' side. Time of possession. Run the goddamn ball with Roshan Johnson and Khalil Herbert. I'm sick of asking for it. 499 from Bro Delicious. Have you seen the Bucks mic'd up with Devin White? He said to DJ, they're not using you right. And he replied, tell me about it. I actually have not seen that. And that's the first thing I'm going to do after the show, Bro Delicious. That is uh, not great. In fact, disturbing. Thank you for bringing it to our attention. Nine, uh, 9.99 from Big Cram. Big day for Big Cram. I love you, Big Cram. I never expected to be disappointed in someone's glizzy order, but here I am. <laughs> what should I expect from a, quote, Chicagoan that left to Indiana? Left? <laughs> I've always lived in Indiana. Listen, I'm not a Chicagoan. I live in the Chicagoland area. There's a difference, and I am a part of the Chicagoland area. <laughs> the guy I, can't. The guy can't parallel park. He, that's he, bullshit. He, put, he puts. <laughs> that's bullshit. No, I can't, can't parallel park. Yes, I can. You're not good at it. We need a and, video. You guys should go outside and, and parallel and park. You're a this bad. Fuck, you're a this slander. You're, you're a bad parallel parker. You put ketchup on your hot dog. The fact that we even let you wear a CHGO T-shirt is in question at this point. <laughs> I really want to play the secret. Yeah, we do we have it? No, we don't. Yes, right. we do. We don't, though. I didn't have it downloaded. It's like, in Slack. You can't send it to me in the middle of the show and then expect me to play it on sure the show. Sure we can. You cannot. We're already at 90 minutes in. Who's going to see it? No. Who's going to see well, it? Except I, us girls. Okay, Come on. so I'm going to be back on the CHGO Sports Show, which is coming up at 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock with good old <laughs> oh, Kevin and good old Casey. There. I'm going to have to get approval now from... from uh, the head of content, but I think we have a chance at, see, oh, at, at, so at the new song. What did you even say? What the song was? I don't think you did. No. Okay, good. Uh, so, okay. if not, it'll appear in your. T- it's it. It just. I don't know if it can wait for pregame until Sunday. Uh, 1999 yeah. from Bhow. Bhow. I was in Vegas a few days ago, and saw two people wearing Tyson Beja jerseys. It just had to say something to them. They turned out to be Tyson's aunt and uncle, which was crazy. They were super nice and how great Tyson is. Be how every time anybody runs into a Bajan family member, they turn out to be a great person. This coach was awesome when he came out here. Um, 
Ah, thank you, Bihau. All right. Bajan will have his day. Hey, a lot of fun today. Thanks to Hogue. (laughs) Thanks to you, Braggs. Thanks to you, Lawrence. Thanks Thanks. to Ray Gallegos. Says, Lawrence, you're an unsung hero. There you go, Ray. Um, You put my heart and soul into a great tune. Yeah, I mean, he did it like four minutes before the show started. You guys sent it to me in the middle of the show. I'm not playing it on the show. Playing on the next show. He don't like having fun. He doesn't like having fun. Correct. That's what it is. not a fun week. He doesn't like having fun. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for watching. Will hit the like button if you don't want to hear Carm say hit hit number one right now if you won't you will not leave unless you hear the song. Well, um Matt Nagy, uh, you're gonna you're you're I mean I know, I know. Um You know where you wanna hear it? You wanna hear it uh on the, the Twitter bird machine, all right? At Chicago, CHGO Bears, at CHGO underscore look at, Bears. Look at these ones coming. Look at Nagy. Look at Ross. Wow, look at two people. Wow. <laughs> of the uh, 1,200 people watching. I'll put some ones in there. Yeah, we're going to L-L-L-I-Z, Nicholas Castillo, 69. Dr. Shankenstein just said he unliked the chat. He said, let Carm sing. Awesome. Look at what you did to Dr. Shankenstein. Yeah, look at that guy. All right. <laughs> We're going to end the show now, and uh, that's just another day. Oh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow at uh, noon. give the people what they want. Ron Burgundy, I love you. You too, Chris Panko. Turn the page. Let's uh, go, Bears. Get, get on track. Let me tell you something. The first one was great. This one, I think it's uh, – I, did I top it? What do you, what do you think? I, I think it's great. Did I top it or did I not top it? I, I think – no, the first one's the first better, one's but better? they're both great. They're right there, though. It's right there. <laughs> Lawrence is done with us. Do you is want me to help you with the Blackhawks show you have to do in 90 minutes or no? <laughs> <laughs> 90 minutes? Is it CHGO in, in, in two? Yeah, we got a lot going on here All at right. CHGO Sports. Yeah. That's All what right. we do. All right, it's coming. Just, just stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> I'm back at two. Maybe we'll lead with the song. Have a great one. Thank you so much. first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com